0: Budgeting, saving, and reaching your financial rewards. Money, money, money. money, Talks on News Talks FB. We talk finance every second Tuesday. It's Money Talks with Mortgage Ability Director Marcus Hull. Good morning, Marcus. Good morning, okay, going? Great, thanks. 0800 80 is the number if you want to ask Marcus anything to do with finance, budgeting, or home loans. Um, well, well. Jack and I were having a little bit of an argument during the last hour because I run the tap for a couple of minutes before I put my jug under it or put my yep. cap, you know stuff under it. Um, you have got a point yep. of view too.
1: Well, I think a couple of minutes is a little bit excessive. Um, I think the advice is to run it for like four or five seconds because so it's been sitting there overnight in the tap and you can get a tiny bit of the metals from the, the from the tap or from the fixtures. So over years that would add up, or if there was lead in the pipe, so it can sort of be sitting there. So you run it a little bit to clear that out. But uh, two minutes is probably a bit of wastage of water.
0: Okay. Well, I'll just cut it down, but I'll still do, still run it a bit. And Jack's still shaking his head like we're a couple of hey, old... You better d- find like, that on Google. You know, it's, it's well, he, a bit impressed press recently. That. Okay. Yeah. He can Google it. He's Mr. Google. Uh, Marcus, Christmas is fast approaching. I know that it's a, a time of year that we all spend too much money. It's what we call the expensive time of the year. Got any quick budgeting tips leading up to Christmas?
1: Yeah, um, a lot of people approach it a different way but um, one thing uh, some people, you know, it's a bit like going on smooth pay for your electricity across the year is, you know, put a little bit aside each month or each week when you do the shopping for a, the big grocery shop at Christmas or it might mean that you have enough money in the account for that grocery shop and pack and save, have a Christmas club and I think when you pay your groceries you can pay 20 bucks extra and it goes into that account and you actually, when you spend the money there, you you know, like if you put in $20, bucks, you are probably going to get a few, or well $100, you're probably going to get 5% extra by the end of the year. Um, and if you need that money before Christmas, you can you can use it there. It mightn't have got those other bonuses, but it's there, it's a pretty reliable institution. And, you know, you could build that money up so in December, the money you'd normally spend on your groceries, when you do that Christmas shop, that money's not... Pick and save Xmas account, and then you've got the other money for your Christmas
0: presents. Now I have someone that's worked for me for a number of years that does exactly the same thing with their salary. So their salary goes into to one account, then another account. I think it's twenty. I don't want to give anyone secrets away, but I think it's twenty seven or twenty nine dollars or thirty dollars. It's under thirty dollars a week goes into the other account. By just because I did it a couple of months ago, I times it by fifty two just to work it out. And it was something like $2,700 that they had, and that, and it's their
1: Christmas account. So they yep. just pull that out for Christmas. Well, it's a great idea, isn't it? Yep. So that, that's just budgeting. And a lot of people will split their money up maybe 10 ways. They'll have a flat account, they'll have a car account, they'll have a holiday account, emergency account. Do um, they? Yeah, yeah. And it's, yeah, maybe that's not actual accounts, but they'll have that compartmentalized on a you know, Excel spreadsheet or something. But if your bank allows you to have multiple accounts without extra charges, and they they just have that sitting there and that's that's their way of doing it. Everyone's everyone's different, and there's not a right way or a wrong way to do it. There's just better ways, and if that works for you, well, that's a good thing to do.
0: Okay, we've got uh, Julie online. She's got a question for you. Good morning, Julie. Hi guys. Good morning. Beautiful day out there. Hi Julie. Um, hi. Um, a bit of a question. I have a sum of money invested, and in the last twelve months it's taken a real hit. Yep. I'm also planning to build a like a little granny flat on my section over the next 12 to 24 months. And I just wondered, am I better off putting my money into bricks and mortar at the moment rather than keep losing money on it on yep. the investment?
1: Um, so I can't give you individualised advice on that, but I mean, everyone's KiwiSaver accounts are down over the, the past year. Um, yep. you know, quite, quite a way, and the, the advice, and if you went on the FMA website, they'd have advice there um, like they had over COVID when the markets took a, a sudden dip, is you know, whatever course you're on to, to continue that. However, you might want to go and see a financial advisor because you, know, you haven't got a long-term horizon on this money by the sounds of it if you're needing it no. to do this house. But, um you know, so that, that's a factor that you need to consider uh, when you need to um, use that money. But we don't know if the market's going to continue to go down or if it goes up from here. But certainly with a long-term horizon, I suggest you, know, you stick to the course. Yeah, and,
0: okay. and and right now Julie I mean you need to take advice from a lot of people because the cost of building right now is what they're calling an extremely high t- time so yes. you you know you just need to be careful I know that we were about to start a huge renovation and we've decided to pull out and wait for a year because of the cost at the moment so I, I don't that, want to give yeah, you that I, was the other thing. Yeah. I don't want to give you any personal advice but I would say you know talk to a few people before you you make that decision but um, yeah money in the bank still money in the bank money Marcus.
1: Yep. Yeah. Well, all the best with that, Julie. Um, yeah, some of those supply chain issues in the building trade seem to, um, you know, getting, be getting better, but, um, you yeah, know, labour is still tight out there, etc. cetera. So, as, as Nick says, you know, maybe if it's a, a time thing you could do a little bit further down the line, that might be a better bet for you as well. 0800 1080 is the number if
0: you'd like to speak to Marcus. Uh, any questions at all, if he can't answer or he doesn't feel comfortable answering if it's too specific, he'll tell us. Uh, so don't be panicking on that. Um, 0800 80 1080 and 9292 is a text if you would prefer uh, to ask a question by text. Um, I want to talk to you at some depth, if I can, about open banking, because I love the idea and I spent about an hour the other night looking into it. And I know that it's, it's open bankings in Australia, America and England. Yeah. But England, apparently it's been extremely slow on the uptake. And the same goes for America and Australia. So, what are the what are the pros and cons of this hor- this new
1: plan called open banking? So, some of the pros might be um, that you know the the new fintech will be able to get access to the banking and provide you with supposedly better products. So, say I came up with a magic budgeting app. Um, you know it was all written, and i'd i 'd need, need your customer number and access to your bank and it 's going to go in there and scrape all the data for six months and your credit card and go okay nick you 're doing XYZ you know how about doing this or have a look at this but you're giving you 're giving someone else access to your to your banking and that 's probably where the key lies on this on the privacy issues and then what if that gets hacked? the bank says well we weren 't hacked it was this app that you you, you signed into came in so it's going to have to be hundred percent reliable so there's a there's a couple of pros there could be some better products um, and but there's you know security issues and a lot of people will have those security issues what advantage is open banking to me and you um, well like I said there, there may be some better products coming along i I have um, I use one for, as a mortgage advisor uh, where instead of people sending me you know, PDFs of bank statements or they don't know how to download them, um, I can send them, it, there's an app, and then it'll, you, you put the your bank number in there, password, and it gives access, and this goes in, it scrapes out, and it sends out a full report of all your spending in all the different categories that we need to break down as a mortgage advisor. So that something like that saves hours. It's, it is very secure, but a lot of people go, no, I'm, you know, the bank says I can't put my password, or I can't do that, so I'm not going to do that. But it's I, I've used it personally, and it is a good... Yep. I don't want
0: to put you on the spot here, but do you think it'll make as much difference, open banking, as what people
1: are talking about? Uh, no, it'll, it'll, this will take quite a considerable amount of time to bed in. Um, so, you know, it's, it's a government announcement, but, you know, how long it takes to come through. And When, when you talk about it being a success in Britain, um, you know, that's a pretty antiquated banking system, as, as well it. as the financial capital of the world. The actual banking system, it's, you know, to, to model ourselves on that, probably not a great idea. We're, I think we're more advanced than that.
0: Oh my gosh! So, so I'm I'm thinking that it would make it easier for me to get my information. I, I I don't know. Tell me if I'm right or wrong on this. I'm thinking that if I want, currently I'm with ANZ. If I want to go to Westpac, I just bring up, make a phone call, and I can get all my information straight across. Yeah, you, you'd,
1: you'd go into an app and you'd put your ANZ number there and load up all their accounts and give them permission, and then they, the Westpac would be able to get the assistance to go in there and download all that and have a look and go. Oh, yeah, we, we want to do business with you or we don't want to do business with you. Marcus, I, I, I always
0: love hearing your little um, uh, knickknacks of how to budget and what to do. Have you got anything for us today that can give us some advice like Gatsby? Gaspy's now my favourite thing I go to every time. doesn't save me much, by the way, but it should.
1: But. No, I, I just um, I didn't research anything in particular, but I just always remember we talked about lazy money last year sometime. Yes. A, you know, at some stage, if, if Christmas is going to be expensive for you, have a look at what's going out. I mean, do you have a subscription to Netflix, Neon, Disney, uh, Amazon? Like, How many hours of TV can you watch in a day? Can, can you cut back on one? Uh, another thing that I'm finding quite common um, looking at uh, people's bank accounts for mortgage applications is their children have the um, credit card loaded in for gaming that they do, online gaming, Xbox, and um, you can buy things in apt to advance the levels or get better weapons or whatever you do but it seems like oh that's 1995 that's 1765 it's you're paying well yeah you know, I did one the other day and it came at 240 a month well that's quite a lot of uh, big hit to your serviceability <laughs> yeah and absolutely so Marcus you've got to keep
0: an eye on that Marcus I've just got a text in here what is a sensible rate for car finance I'm looking at one currently at 11 percent
1: yeah it's, well, that j- just for your guide um, caller um a- ANZ will do, if you're buying a hybrid or an EV, you're oh, 1% over three years. And um, ASB's brought in a, a product for this as well. So, um, yeah, I, I think you could probably do better than that. And I've heard some of the, you know, on the station um, car companies advertising, you know, finance or third, third, third payment or three ninety five you know, per annum. So, uh, yeah, if you're going to a retail type lender, that's probably about the ballpark. Burn a mine, you know, mortgage rate, Uh, secured over a house is 6%, but you might find a better deal out there.
0: Yeah, and I'd give you a little bit of advice from me. My wife does our financing for cars and she just grinds them. She just turns around and says, nah, it's too high, and they always come back. Marcus, my son has been saving since he was very young and is wanting to buy a house. He's 19. Should I make him wait despite
1: him being able to afford it? Um, Well, when you ask um, should you make him wait, you, you know, presumably you're worried about you know, the house prices are falling more than have been in the news today but he's, he's going to be you know, buying that for a 20 year horizon you've got to take a long term view on it and if the numbers work and he wants to do it maybe it's a, it's a good thing to do Okay. Um, yeah. Thank you Marcus, I appreciate your time as I, we always do
0: Marcus Hull Mortgage Ability Director